From the Ingalls studio, welcome to the Georgia News Podcast. This podcast features stories compiled from the publications of Times Journal. Today is Sunday, February 11th, and happy 62nd birthday to singer Cheryl Crow. I'm Keith Ippolito, and here are your top stories Georgia is talking about, presented by Drake Realty. Attorneys accuse DEA of improper handling of police shooting case. Man accused of cruelty to children facing additional charges. Couple charged with embezzling $200,000 from a Calhoun church. We'll have all these stories and more coming up in the Georgia News Podcast. And if you want community, local, and statewide news, we encourage you to listen and subscribe. It pays to know your doctor. It pays to know your lawyer. And now more than ever, it pays to know your local real estate professional. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake with Drake Realty, and we have seven offices in the metro Atlanta area, including two right here in Cobb County and one at Lake Oconee. I'm the proud leader of over 700 agents here in Georgia, and we pride ourselves in professional service, whether you are the buyer or the seller. Drake Realty makes the home buying process seamless from contract to close. Our agents are a little different. They're not pushing for the quick sale and close. They are pushing for the best price and terms for their client. In other words, Drake Realty fights for you. Now's the time to buy that dream home, vacation home, or new home your family deserves. A lot of real estate agents talk big. Let my team at Drake Realty prove they will fight for you. I'm Jeffrey Drake, and I'd be honored to have my team serve you. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. And remember, it's not how quick you sell or buy. It's what the deal provides for your future. Attorneys representing the family of Devante Brown shot by a Cobb police officer in 2021 claim that Cobb District Attorney's Office failed to present a complete case to the grand jury that could have indicted the officer. Brown was fatally shot after a car chase. The DA's office, however, denies the claim, stating that the officer-involved shootings are presented only after full investigations. Body camera footage shows Brown reversing his vehicle before being shot. Despite the grand jury's decision not to charge the officer, attorneys called for a special prosecutor alleging bias. The process for appointing a special prosecutor falls under the Prosecuting Attorney's Council of the State, no longer under the Attorney General's office. Cesar Alejandro Lopez Sr., a South Rome man, faces additional charges after allegedly beating his three-month-old son, resulting in broken ribs and a brain bleed. In addition to previous charges, he now faces felony aggravated battery, cruelty to children in the first degree, and false imprisonment. Lopez is accused of locking the infant's mother in their room and confiscating her car keys and cell phone to prevent her from seeking medical help for their child. The infant remains stable at the Children's Scottish Rite Hospital in Atlanta, while Lopez is held without bond. Melanie Ann Temple and her husband, Chad Lamar Temple, from Calhoun have been accused of embezzling over $200,000 from Belmont Baptist Church. Melanie, formerly known as Melanie Ann Land, allegedly made unauthorized purchases with her church credit cards for personal items and vacations. A forensic audit revealed unauthorized charges totaling over $212,000. Melanie faces numerous felony charges, including fraud and theft while Chad faces similar charges along with a probation violation for a prior methamphetamine charge. Melanie has been released on bond, but Chad remains in Gordon County Jail. The investigation continues and updates can be found on calhountimes.com. 
Georgia Supreme Court Chief Justice Michael P. Boggs addressed state legislators, highlighting the progress in reducing case backlogs, but also emphasizing substantial staffing shortages in the judiciary system. Boggs stressed the need for competitive pay to attract and retain skilled professionals, including judges, lawyers, court reporters, and deputies. Despite significant federal funding, additional state resources are required to address the shortages adequately. Turnover rates and unfilled vacancies persist across all levels of the judicial system, impacting court efficiency. Innovative use of grant funds has helped alleviate backlogs, but systemic challenges remain. Public defender and prosecutor officials presented budget needs, aiming to address growing caseloads and improve attorney compensation. The shortage of legal professionals threatens the effective functioning of the justice system and underscores the urgency for comprehensive solutions. Five men allegedly smashed windows in six businesses in Covington, stealing liquor and cash before being captured in DeKalb County following a police chase. The incident began with a burglar alarm at edible arrangements, followed by similar incidents at other businesses. Security footage and witness accounts identified the suspect's vehicle as a stolen white Hyundai Sonata. After a pursuit involving Covington and Conyers police, the suspects were apprehended and stolen items were recovered from the vehicle. The arrested individuals faced charges including obstruction of law enforcement, theft, possession of stolen property, and burglary. The No Two Rivian plaintiffs involved in lawsuits against Georgia over Rivian Electric Vehicle Mega Factory won an appeal overturning a ruling that ordered them to pay over $364,000 bond. The bond was requested by the state deeming the lawsuit frivolous. Fulton County Superior Court's decision to mandate the bond was reversed by the Georgia Court of Appeals. The ruling allows the zoning lawsuit against Rivian Plant to proceed without the bond requirement. The case alleges non-compliance with local zoning ordinances and environmental impacts. Plaintiffs include Morgan County property owners. Another similar case awaits appeal review in Morgan County. The Georgia House of Representatives passed Senate Bill 63, which prohibits no-cash bail for various offenses, including both violent and non-violent crimes. The bill received a 97-69 vote along party lines, with Republicans in favor and Democrats opposed. Supporters argue that no-cash bail prevents suspects from appearing in court, while opponents claim it unfairly punishes the poor and undermines criminal justice reform. The legislation now awaits Governor Brian Kemp's signature after passing the Senate and the House. Critics also raise concerns about limiting charitable organizations from posting more than three cash bonds per year, potentially affecting church-based bail initiatives. Hi, this is Leah McGrath, your English dietitian, with a nutrition tip. Many times when we're trying to eat healthier, we think about what foods to remove from our diet, like high-fat foods and foods and beverages that are high in sugar. But we should also be thinking about what to add to our diets, like fruits and vegetables, and drinking more water. Thanks again for listening to today's Georgia News Podcast. If you enjoy these shows, we encourage you to check out our other offerings like the Cherokee Tribune Ledger Podcast, the Gwinnett Daily Post, the Community Podcast for Rockdale, Newton, and Morgan Counties, or the Paulding County News Podcast. Giving you important news about our community and telling great stories are what we do. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us on our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google home briefing and be sure to like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. This podcast is a production of the BG Ad Group, all rights reserved.